Beneath the clothes, we find a man. And beneath the man, we find his nucleus. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Hispanard. Um, one, if this sounds a little weird, I apologize in advance. Hopefully it does not. It sounds uh, great. Uh, but more importantly, um, you know, it was so nice that I had to have him twice. Uh, I get the uh, benefit and pleasure of having uh, Grazy uh, World uh, alum, Producer Chris back on once again with me to talk some nonsense and uh, reminisce and and this time maybe even going to some scary places. <laughs> Welcome back, Producer Chris. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much. I'm I'm very happy to be back. I appreciate it, brother. So <clears throat> we normally, you know, I, I said this last week, and I guess it's a little bit of a uh, not a lie, not a fib, but but. I don't always know where I'm going to go with with a subject when I'm when I'm doing the solo thing, unless it's like predetermined. Like, hey, it's the end of the year. I want to talk about the movies that I saw. I want to talk about the TV shows that I saw. Um, <clears throat> but I knew I was going to have Chris back on because I'm fortunate enough to have him near me uh, for for two weeks. And I thought, what should we talk about? So I I threw something out, and then he ended up throwing something back my way, which I'm like, ooh, that's even better. And then I was talking to my uh, girls uh, the the other night, and then another thought popped up, which uh, I thought was even a, a better twist. And what am I talking about? Talk about places that you want to go, places that you've been. I, I believe that's what you said, right? Uh huh. So so we're gonna talk about real places in the real world that we've been, and places that we want to visit, and then we're gonna talk about fictional places that we would like to go to, and places we would not <laughs> ever want to be at, but inevitably for whatever you know portal opens or whatever and we end up there so yeah i mean starting off like you just got back from florida for example yeah and yeah. uh was that your first time in florida no i've actually i've been there a couple times but this is the deepest i've gone into florida so orlando is the deepest i've gone into florida okay. initially before it was just kind of jacksonville area okay okay so Florida is one that's off our checklist that, that you and I have both. So here we go. This is a this is a good way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Let's throw out some stuff and then uh, we'll see if if either one of us have been there or not. So for example, Washington, not not Washington D.C., but but you know Seattle, like all that. I have not been to Washington. No. So I I've been there. Beautiful, definitely recommend it. The first time that I went there was I was a young man. I think I was like nineteen. Uh, we, me and a buddy of mine, drove out. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> I got a story. <laughs> I just remembered <laughs> a couple of things that were memorable about that trip. <laughs> One of them was <laughs> we we're driving in this little like uh, like uh, all cars for some reason like in the seventies and eighties. They were made out of just metal. 
Mm-hmm. Like, so it, guys, like anybody who is in their 20s right now uh, or younger, you would never experience this. Like you used to drive around in a small tank. I had a 1977 Toyota Corolla that was, I would, I would pit it against a truck right now. It was a small <laughs> metal tank. It was insane. So we're, we're driving with my buddy's uh, Honda, the small metal blue Honda. And uh, I'm getting tired. And so we stop and we're on our way up to, to Washington. And uh, we stopped by um, uh, uh, like a, to get gas. And I, and, I, and I tell him like, it's my turn to drive. And I'm like, man, I'm tired. And he goes, hey, just grab some like, grab some chocolate, grab some, uh, grab like a Pepsi and then uh, grab like these pills. And I'm like, <laughs> and it was like, it was like, uh, like, uh, like energy pills. Yeah. Yeah. The trucker stay awake caffeine pills. I, so I'll admit something right now. Like I, I don't, I don't do drugs. It's that it never been a part of my thing. When I tell you that this was the closest that I've ever gotten to what people talk about being on mushrooms or psychedelic, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. The combination of all three, it was a, it was a, a liter Pepsi, a big old thing of, of chocolate. Of, of like I, I think Mr. Goodbar, like a, one of the big giant ones, mm-hmm. and then these pills, and I'm pretty sure it's the pills that did it, but the combination of caffeine, energy, mixed with these pills that I don't know what was in them, I was I was like blind. I I mean it was it was, it was that that way that you see streaming like from lights like you're moving so fast hyperspace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm driving, and I'm. And there's certain like by the 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 location that we got to, we've gotten so far north that uh at, at this point the lanes are it's like it's like a twelve lane highway. There's like six lanes on one side, six lanes on the other. And I felt like I was being crushed. <laughs> and there's there's these giant trees all around me. My buddy's sleeping, the windows are rolled down, we're playing Metallica <laughs> and it didn't matter. I'm like, I I'm I'm freaking out. So I end up waking him up and I'm like, dude, dude. And he goes, whoa, you need me to drive. I'm like, no, I just need you to talk to me. Because uh, right now I feel like I'm super high and I'm like freaking out. And it's like, okay, what do you want me to talk about? I'm like, talk about your, tell me about your childhood. So he like proceeds to start telling me about his childhood from like the beginning of his memories all the way until I came down. It was nuts. <laughs> but Washington was beautiful. Like that was, that, the trip up was memorable. The trip back was memorable. Because we left at ten o'clock at night, and it and it looked like it was four p.m. Like the <laughs> sun was still up, you know, because we're so far north. Like it was wild. Like yeah, and it just gorgeous. We we ended up in this town, um, a college town up there, which it'll it'll come back to me. But it was a, uh, about an hour away from uh, the border to Canada. So Washington for me, uh, highly recommended. I recommend Oregon. I re- you know, I in fact. <clears throat> Just driving up the coast, heading up, uh, uh, like California coast, heading into those, absolutely gorgeous. You know, it, I've done it a few times with uh, friends and fam- like my family later on. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, so, but you haven't, you haven't been there. So the farthest north that I've been is like probably the line from like San Francisco to Sacramento, mm-hmm. like that far north in California. Okay, okay. so I've been. All up and down, all around, in and out, California from there south. Okay, okay. So like Santa Cruz, Sacramento, uh, Pacifica, 
San Francisco, San Jose, like Santa Barbara, like all up and down all of that. And then the Central Valley too, and like Fresno, Modesto, all that stuff. So, so let's fold this into this conversation. What do you recommend from up north? Like what's something that was memorable that you're like, yeah. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Love Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is great. I know it's not, if you're looking for like, you know, this like big party scene and stuff, it's not, it's not there. But with that whole classic like boardwalk with the arcades and stuff, it's, it's small enough, but at the same time, it's big enough. And then there's like a little extra, you talk about folds. That's where they film like the boardwalk scenes from the Lost Boys. Yeah. So, you know how much I love movie filming locations, you know, that's kind of mixed into it. And it's just a really sleepy. And we're back. We had a momentary pause. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So um, it's sleepy, you know, it's typical kind of just, I don't want to say surfer town because this, the surfer's not, surf's not really there because like they don't have waves like Angwood yeah. and other places. But to me, that's just like one of the like kind of tucked away awesome parts of California and especially having like the huge pines and forests like overlooking the water like that or just pretty much everywhere you go there it's just beautiful yeah so i'm gonna ping pong off when when you talk about certain things because it brings up memories of other things have you been to catalina yeah love catalina man i like santa cruz more than catalina yeah just because i feel like um the vibe's a little different there and there's still a little bit more to do than catalina where it's like you just kind of do whatever and it, it's a hundred percent. Catalina was my, um, uh, my honeymoon. Mm. So that it, nothing to do, it, you know, except for learning how to make babies and just hanging out. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was like, it will always have a special place in my heart. I, I love Catalina. So I definitely recommend Catalina. You recommend Santa Cruz. Oh yeah. 100%. You know, there you go. All right. Well, if we're going to shift over since you haven't been up far north, Let's let's turn it a little bit over more towards the uh, east, and oh, what's what's out that way? That I'm I'm going to tell you about my favorite place that I know that you're not a huge fan of, but I love <laughs> Las Vegas. Love Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and Las Vegas is is my go to place, and you know it's like I'm not a drinker, I'm not a gambler, but just the whole vibe and setup with that that's just me all the way 100 percent. i'll give this to you it it is a people watching town for sure like i could see easily whether you're in a casino or you decide to go eat somewhere like you could spend hours watching the in the life of people that comes through and actually never see the same thing twice oh yeah yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with well, you. Well, it's like every time we go, there's just more and more cool stuff to do. And like since there's such an eclectic mixture of people, you can have these really niche shops or uh, restaurants or whatever thrive, right? Because since this is destination town, people who are into those things will seek it out, right? So like uh, more recently when we went, we went to Meow Wolf. All right. I don't know if you've heard of that, right? <laughs> but I know it, it's big in like not Meow Wolf itself, but this kind of stuff is big in Texas. I know that uh, the closest to the LA San Diego area that I've seen is um, in Temecula. And I think there actually is one kind of like this in LA where it's just like a big warehouse 
that they converted into like mini golf, laser tag, arcade, um, you know, some type of uh, experience like or purchase type yeah. thing, yeah, um, bowling or whatever. They just put it all in one big warehouse, so you just kind of go in. It's like a fun factory. That's pretty dope, right? Yeah, so that's pretty dope. Recently, when me and Homegirl went. They have this cool, like, um, metal architecture outside where it looks kind of desolate, like a, a post-apocalyptic future. You go in there, and it's like a rave, kind of, but they had this store where it's like this convenience store where everything's, like, super trippy. They had neon mini golf, and then they had a retro arcade, and they are playing emo music. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> where me and homegirls, like, you're chocolate by peanut butter, right? <laughs> yeah. She's all into emo music. I love retro games. And we're playing these Japanese games that are in Japanese and quarters. We're just having a blast. That's awesome. So it's like every time we go, there's stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do now? Hey, well, I saw this burger place online. It's like a drive-in burger place. So it's like in and out. But when you buy your food, they're showing movies like a drive-in. So we're sitting there in the car watching the Warriors that's eating burgers. And it's like every time we go, we're just finding stuff like that. Well, now I understand too where you're you're developing that once Chris becomes a billionaire, guys, <laughs> it, it's going to be uh, a, a home <laughs> for many, yeah. many uh, emo cholos. It, it'll <laughs> it'll be like Elon Musk meets Willy Wonka. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be awesome. Yeah. So so Vegas. So uh, well then uh, along with that, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna jump forward a little bit more east uh the place i recommend and is more my speed is laughlin if we're gonna go with gambling towns laughlin there's just a big river that runs through the the center of, of where you go gamble gambling is just totally chill and relaxed everybody's like geriatric um we actually uh have been going there for years because my father-in-law uh he he owns the the house, but not the land, because it's it's you're not allowed to own the land in this bridge because it's over at Catherine's Landing, which is where the dam is and all that other stuff. <clears throat> so if he can sell the place at any time, and he owns the uh, he can he can do upgrades to to the uh, mobile home. He can do upgrades to it and do all kinds of stuff, but he he can't uh, own the land. But so we've been we've been going there as a family for many years and. Uh, um, there's a town that's nearby there that is infested with donkeys <laughs> and the entire town looks like an old uh western town and uh it's so funny like but from the time that we've been going there with the little kids you know, with our littles we used to be able to feed them carrots but carrots have a high sugar content and they started to get diabetes <laughs> so they had to switch the food over to like cabbages and the donkeys aren't into that as much as they are like into into the so they're always looking for people that have you know uh carrots and stuff it's hilarious and they're totally docile they're just chill they like it's it's a really cool fun experience for the little ones i i used to think that my spirit animal was a hyena but now i think it's probably the diabetic donkey <laughs> i think you have to turn the arrow oh, oh okay go for it yeah and I think actually Diabetic Donkey would be a great name for a band. <laughs> so I got the uh, chance to visit places that I'd never been to before 
when we took my oldest daughter, we we decided to do a road trip and we took her to school. Uh, she goes to school in Iowa uh, in this uh, small Christian college, a uh, private college called uh, uh, Dort. And when we went that way, we got to go through Nebraska. We, oh, so let's do the first stop that I did. Um, I'd never been to Utah before. And we ended up staying in uh, Zion National Park. Highly recommended. I, I, the rock formations there are out of control. Beautiful reds, golds, you know, like uh, oranges. It, it just, it looks like uh, like another planet, like an alien planet. Beautiful trees, scenery. I love the vibe of the people. I love the drive up to our campground. It runs through the middle of a of a like a little downtown area. Absolutely gorgeous. Definitely right. Have you ever been to Utah? No. The the only time I've been in Utah was a layover in Salt Lake City, and it was snowing, <laughs> so I couldn't even really see out of the airport. The so, uh, so you know we went <clears throat> we went through Utah part of it, and then we deviated because Zion is like to the right, and you keep going straight. That'll take you over to Salt Lake City. But we had stopped at a uh, Walmart, and they. So not only is Utah like a, a high Mormon, you know, central, it's also Amish. Oh, right. Yeah, which I didn't know. So we went in and my kids immediately were like, who are they? What, what, why are those people dressed like that? And I'm like, oh, they're Amish. <laughs> come, to, come to find out, I was half right. The, some of the Mormon sects there have adopted that style. So like... Sometimes you don't know if you're looking at a Mormon or you're looking at an Amish person. It's pretty fascinating, but yeah, there was a lot of that too in the areas that we that when we went through Utah. You're a better man than, than I, because if it was my kids saying something like that, I would start like, "Oh my God, I think we're in a time vortex." <laughs> Quick, get back to the car. <laughs> don't drive over 88 miles per hour. Hey, yeah, we need the flux capacitor. <laughs> no, I was just like. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. They, <laughs> they they won't harm you. They don't even believe in weapons. They don't have any technology. <laughs> have you seen that prank where uh, they convinced a girl that she became invisible? Yes. That, yeah. That, that, you got... yeah. <laughs> that was so terrible. <laughs> they take the picture of the girl student like this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I am totally that person. Uh, it... I have this buddy, uh, my buddy Justin, we just all we do is we, we send stupid things to each other over Instagram. And the one that he, he's he sent me that one, but the one he recently sent me, this guy's got like a like a kazoo type thing, but he like sucks inward to make the sound, and then he ends up swallowing it, and then he's on camera and he's like, oh, uh, and he then he grabs his throat and he's like. <laughs> I was dying. I'm like I'm going to hell for this. It's terrible. And I was dying. All right, so so Utah, we went through that, and uh, then we went to Colorado. Have you been to Colorado? Yes, I've been to Denver, and I was not a fan. <laughs> there is not. I, I, I mean, I can't judge a whole state by not one city, but I was not into Denver. I, I didn't really care for it while I was there. Uh, the airport was super far from town, right? So it was like trying to get there. It's like, oh, um, you jump into Uber. It's like, oh, airfare fee, you know, which uh, whatever about the fee, but the airport, it was like 
it was like 40 minutes outside of town or something like that. Uh, so we get there, we're staying at a hotel, and we were there for Riot Fest for the Misfits reunion show. And it just so happened that Fish was in town. <laughs> so they have a rap one. Oh, yeah. They were doing their annual like meetup, their big meetup show the same weekend. So everywhere we went, people were like, oh, you're for the fish show? And it's all like, absolutely not. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Please stay away from me. This was before COVID, and it was just like, please, six feet at minimum. Don't get anywhere near me, right? <laughs> so then, you know, we get to the hotel, and it's like, hey, this is the age of Uber, right? We don't need to rent a car because we're going to be at this punk rock festival all day. You know what I mean? And at the time, you know, so you know, drinking beers and stuff. So they were only drinking, driving. Yeah. I take an Uber. But for whatever reason, there was a shortage of Uber drivers out there. So it was just like every day, it was just kind of like a struggle of like, how are we going to get around? Because there was no parking at the venue. And then, you know, like, it's not like we could rent a car and, and drive there anyway because there was nowhere to park. So we were going to this, you know, punk rock festival. We got around pretty good the first couple of days. Uh, we saw like pretty much anyone you could think, like Jane's Addiction, Bad Religion, uh, No Effects, Lag Wagon. Um, I mean, Nas was there. Everybody. The Nas the rapper? Yeah. Oh. Misfits, um, Suicidal Tendencies, like ev everyone was there. I don't think Social Distortion was there. Um, and Bad Religion. <laughs> But they weren't there. They were off doing their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But after the Misfits played, you had like, I don't know, like 25,000 punks come out of this venue. And literally, the minute everyone walks out of there, last bus of the night. No, they didn't decide to extend, you know, public transportation. Uh, everyone was gridlocked because it was at the rodeo grounds. So... Like, cabs couldn't even come in to pick people up to get out. Everything was just gridlocked. There was no parking there. So then you just had, like, 20-something thousand people just walking. So the rodeo grounds is close to, um, I think it was, like, the Coors Baseball Stadium or whatever. But then downtown, miles down, and there's just a bunch of, like, closed-down industrial buildings in between there. So everyone was just walking and walking and walking, and we couldn't get an Uber. We didn't have, like, cell phone signal. So we ended up walking for like, probably about two hours or something like that. And then finally we were able to get picked up, and we were basically in downtown by then. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so no on Colorado, Denver. <laughs> yeah, not no on Denver. So it, aside from that, like, the whole vibe was weird, and um, people weren't, like, super friendly because uh, they were like, I'm getting priced out of Denver and it's because of people like you. And it's like, I'm here, I'm trying to give you my money. Like, it, it was kind of like that. And uh, yeah, it, it had those weird rules where it's like, you know, you can't go to Walgreens and buy a beer. You have to go to a liquor store and it's only open on certain days and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, the sun was brighter <laughs> and you just feel like the radiation on your skin <laughs> and stuff. Uh a couple of the positive things. The zoo is pretty cool. I went to their version of the Central Park. I went to the zoo, and uh, their elephant exhibit was pretty rad. And then uh, I walked through. I walked out of the zoo, and I said, "You know what? Like, can't get a Uber anyway. I'm just gonna walk to the hotel." So I walked through their Central Park, 
And then uh, there's some really nice grass and stuff. I went for like a barefoot walk. And I walked into this neighborhood and it basically felt like I was in Haddonfield. So, you know, neighborhoods were pretty old and uh, it didn't really seem to get a lot of through traffic. So I had like a lemonade stand and everyone was super friendly to me. And then there was like some uh, take something, leave something shrines. It's kind of like a hippie vibe. And uh, yeah, that was that was cool. And I went to like some random farmer's market and I, I had whipped honey for the first time. And that was really good. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. A jar of that. So those are two positives, but I can't say that. It's like th- those two positives and then the Misfits show, like the concert itself was cool. But everything outside of that, I have no desire to ever go to Denver again. I, I think you're right <laughs> that Denver might be the not the spot to go. But I think the place that I would recommend would be a steamboat, Colorado. Absolutely gorgeous. I think they have Christmas trees up all year long. It's just, it's rad. It's a, it's a beautiful place. And it's definitely like laid back, but it's got a really cool vibe. I think it's more of that kind hippie person vibe, you know, like then, then Denver, which is, you know, you're pricing me out. Like, yeah. hey, I don't even live here. <laughs> type well, deal. I, I am planning because part of the whole like um, filming location tour stuff, the, the hotel from The Shining, like the exterior, that's there. Yeah. And they do do Shining events there. Uh, so I know I've been talking to Homegirl about doing that. So that's definitely on the list because I think it would be a, a road trip and we'd hit Reno and then go up there and stuff. So I, I think that's definitely on the horizon. Uh, so yeah, that and Steamboat, but definitely not Denver again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me see. We we went from there. We went to, I know we stayed at, I, I think it was it was on the border of Colorado and another state. We stayed at this place called Huh? To New Mexico? No. No. Um, trying to remember, man, I, it might come to me, but, we, and, and people will know if, if when they hear this, but we, we stayed at a campground called Dinosaur. Although, yeah, you're, you're telling me about Yeah. That. And so that was rad, a really beautiful, and it's a spot where they've done excavations and they found fossils. So they, like the place that we drove up to that actually, they, what they did is the place that they excavated, they ended up building, creating a building around the excavation. So this wall is preserved with all these uh, different dino bones and it's it's awesome. So another spot that I definitely recommend, I just can't remember what, what it borders. Um, it, it's Colorado and one other thing, but it is heading towards Iowa. Um, so it's whatever's over on that side. Um, then we went to, uh, Nebraska. Have you ever been to Nebraska? No, that that's a little north. I'm my whole area of exploration is uh, more Southwest. So Nebraska is pretty fascinating, beautiful buildings. Definitely there, there's an old city and a new city. Uh, the locals were explaining this to me. So one of the things that I, and and this is something that we could talk about too. One of the things that I do when I go to a new place is I look around for a, a comic book store every time. And comic book stores tend to have people that are pretty knowledgeable about the area and are happy to give you information. So I found this rad comic book store. I picked up three Conan books there. And uh, yeah, I was ta- asking the guy like, hey, give me the lowdown on like, we're staying at this Airbnb at this spot right here. 
And he's like, oh, you're staying in old, like Nebraska, you know, like the newer, newer Nebraska has like new, beautiful homes, Whole Foods and all that stuff. But you're staying like in like, you know, original Nebraska. And it was really cool. I mean, I, I liked it. They, their zoo is out of control. I mean, their zoo is so out of control that my wife bought a year pass and she just, she's like, I don't even know if we're coming back to this, but economically it yeah. makes sense because everybody was able to go in, mm-hmm. but it just made more sense to, to buy the year pass. But they, it's like they have something to prove is how crazy their, their zoo is. And their zoo is like, like acres and acres and acres and the acres are, I mean, there's so much land that they can. They, they have like that old school Jurassic Park uh, dome window just for birds. And it's humongous. And then they have like all these, It's yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like it, it's like a miniature Walt Disney World of, of zoos. Oh, wow. A Nebraska Zoo. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And Nebraska too, like the, the downtown had a really cool vibe. Another thing that uh, like me and my oldest love to do is we love to find used bookstores. It's like our favorite, you know, stuff. Cause you can usually find a good deal and sometimes somebody will have something and you're like, do you know what this is actually worth? And they, they don't care. So, you know, but, uh, yeah. So Nebraska, um, and then from Nebraska, you know, we made our way over to, uh, Iowa, which uh, Iowa has the same feature that Florida has. It's just flat for miles and miles. I mean, it's literally like children of the corn style. You know? <laughs> Everybody's super kind. Everybody's really nice. But yeah, there's like, it's that vibe. Like you look down the street and you're, you've seen the, the end of everything. And you're like, you know, on one side and you're like, oh, okay, it's just a couple of stores here and there. Like little, you know, people looking through windows, like there's that brown man. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. So, um, other than that, I'm trying to think of, oh, I've been to Scottsdale, Arizona, and Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, I couldn't really say many good things about. Scottsdale, Arizona was beautiful. Just it's the first time I'd ever had, uh, uh, you know, marble slab was the original Cold Stone before oh, Cold Stone. So it's the first time I'd ever walked up, and I'm like, yeah, can I get an ice cream? They're like. Yeah, what do you want to put in? I'm like, uh, I, what can I put in? And they're like, oh. and then you know, it's like brownies and and cookies. And I'm like, what can I have? They're like, you could have whatever you want. And I'm like, can I get some of this? So I was like, Chris Tucker and uh, and he went with Jackie Chan to China. He's like, okay, okay, let, let me get let me get that right there. Let me get that one right there. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. But uh, and I went during the winter time, so it was like they were all done up for you know the holidays. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've I've been up and down and around Arizona, um, Phoenix, Yuma, Tucson, like pretty much all across the ten over there. In Tucson, I had the opportunity to stay at the Ridge Arlton. Uh, I believe it's Dove Mountain. Just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. At, at the time, the the room that I stayed at was like almost twice as big as my apartment, and <laughs> Just a room. Yeah. Wait, so was it a suite? No, it was just the standard room. What? Yeah. It's like <laughs> the little like living area. And I mean, the, the room we're in right now, it's a pretty good size. I, it was bigger than this one. And, and the first thing that I did, I was with two other people, right? It was we were on a little bit of a road trip. We went to Tombstone, 
uh, stuff, nice. right? So we're on a little bit of a road trip. And then I'm like looking around and then I was like, oh, toilet, right? First thing, boom, yeah, I'm breaking the room. So I sit down and there's a phone next to the toilet. So then I call one of my friend's rooms, right? She answers the phone and she's like, guess where I am? And I was like, at the same place I am, you're on the toilet, huh? She's like, I was just about to call you. And we were calling each other on the phone for the toilet because there's a phone right next to the toilet. They had a TV mounted above the bathtub. So I was like watching Family Guy in the bathtub and oh, it was just, it was beautiful. It was amazing. Kind of like shining as it had that like Southwest vibe, but there's these giant, beautiful doors that just kind of opened up to this free open, um, like check-in area and stuff. There was this ginormous fire pit and there was like a flamenco guitar player doing the best thing right there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We walk in and I knew that this was like how the other end lives. Because <laughs> we got dinner, I ordered a burger, and they gave me individual tiny bottles of ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. And I was like, this is some high end. You live in Biggie Smalls? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think I might be paying $50 for this burger, but this is awesome. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to go back. I keep telling homegirl, but she wasn't in the long car rides. So that was kind of holding us back. But now she's into long car rides. Oh, good. So we're well, not into it, but she'll yeah, tolerate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been on the list of places to go back to because I've been promising her that we're going to go back. But she just, you know, trying to, to make it work hasn't happened. But that was definitely tied for the nicest place I ever stayed. The other nicest place I ever stayed was we were at the Omni in downtown LA. There are some issues with the room. Homegirl put on her Karen voice and they put us in one of the suites on the top floor. So we were in this ginormous, like, you know, um, uh, like big or whatever 80s movie you could think of, right? Training spaces. We were in like that where it had like old school furniture and lamps. And we were, we're you know, mid 20s, like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And we were there for a week. <laughs> That is red. Holy smoke. Yeah, we had access. We, we knew how bougie it was when some lady gave us a dirty look because we were on the same floor as her. And she was definitely wearing thousands of dollars in clothes and stuff, you know? So we had access to the lounge, too. And she's looking at there. She's like, drug dealers. Yeah. It has to be drug dealers. And, and there was just bottles just everywhere, free sushi, free sandwiches. It, it was just... Yeah, the best. I've had a couple of instances where I've seen how the other half lives, and I I would never get used to it. It would just never happen. Even if I if, even if I came into that much money, it just I I still have this instinct in me is like, is it okay to drink this? Can I have the you know? It's just like, yeah, it's, it's not normal. It's not supposed to be normal. Like you're not supposed to live like a king. Like the, there's a reason in the olden days they had kings, <laughs> and those guys were trained. To, be, yeah. to become kings, and now we can live like kings, and we're like, well, what do you do with all this? Like, it just, it's crazy. It's like, hey, buddy, you're not supposed to eat the sushi while you're on break. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going I'm to swing back around real quick to uh, Florida because I wanted to say that um, I highly recommend, if you ever get the chance, uh, if you ever get the inclination to go, to want to go, I highly recommend Miami, and I recommend the Florida Keys. Like, both of those uh, completely different um, 
uh, experiences, but Miami was so cool. It was like just a ton of fun. Like it, it's a, it's a great, like go into this little coffee, this little Cuban coffee shop, have coffee in a way that you've never had it before. Go into this little Cuban pastry shop and have a pastry that you've never had before. And then the, the vibe at the Florida Keys is completely different, but like I got to go down to Duval Street, got to experience like that, like walk through the whole entire thing. I loved all the way the far end of Duval Street, which would be like to the west. Like the vibe over there is very Cuban music. Like it was a lot of fun. The middle was a little bit, and you're like, I don't know about this, but like, yeah, just going to see uh, Hemingway's um, uh, house. You know, with a cat. Yeah, it was dope, dude. And then the whole place is overrun with chickens. It's like a it's like a chicken owned, chicken run town. They just run wild, <laughs> and, and nobody messes with them. It, it's awesome. That's so, cool. Yeah, I would definitely definitely recommend uh, those two places. <clears throat> and and if there's not a, another place that you recommend that you can think that you've been to, we can move into the next segment of our conversation. Oh, um, well, I'll, I'll throw a few more out there. Um, New Mexico, I've been up, down, and around New Mexico. I've been to Roswell to the Alien Museum. That's um, cool. It, it's cool if you're driving through, but you can't necessarily spend, like, you know, a whole yeah. day there. Um, Texas, Texas. I've driven across Texas, all up and around Texas. That's really something to go to. El Paso, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Austin is awesome yeah yeah super great um it's it's i would say pretty comparable to like san diego in terms of like you know how san diego is kind of like not too hippie but not too squared right like right, right in the right. middle austin is pretty much like right on par with that where it's like kind of hippie enough but then it's it's kind of more traditional and square it's just kind of right there in the middle nice but um there's a bunch of cool places to eat hang out it definitely has its own vibe and stuff like that um saw the alamo san antonio but down to the riverwalk was all right um over to houston wasn't a huge fan of houston you know drove across all there if anyone tells you anything about bucky's it's just a giant gas station. Yeah. <laughs> they all swear by Bucky's. Uh, you know that was weird too. Yeah, like yeah, the experience of driving cross country and experiencing like, like, uh, uh, gas stations that were also like restaurants. Yeah, and like and like a Walmart. Like you know, it had yeah. like everything and too much, and it was overwhelming. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. no, this is not a gas station anymore. <laughs> this this needs a different designation. Yeah. <laughs> So let's see. So there's that. Uh, New Orleans. Loved New Orleans. It's dirty, though. It's dirty. I mean, it's definitely not for the kids, <laughs> 100%. But the food was amazing. Uh, the vibe was really cool. Uh, people were staring at me like I was an alien. Why? They did not understand what was going on here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't know what I was or whatever. And then even like with the tattoos and stuff, like huh, nobody messed with me, but like people would walk by and stare at me. Like I had a horn coming out of my head or something. But you would think that that town is so weird already that you would be like just another. But I was like an outlier. I think, huh. I think because like they, they couldn't fit me in a category, you know, it's like, well, 
what is that guy? Like they couldn't tell what my ethnicity was. And then I noticed kind of um, outside of, of California. I mean, in California, you look for, you know, a chubby brown guy with a bunch of tattoos, you know, throw throw a dart, you'll hit one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I've noticed that all these other places that I travel to, not as much. And people aren't as, it's not as common to see like super heavily tattooed people in like different places that you go. I know now with like the great California exodus, you kind of got them staged around. But when I was over there, you know, I, I had my shirt off or not my shirt off, but short sleeves, you know, so. <laughs> I go to the town, I immediately yeah. just wrote <laughs> like the short sleeves and stuff. And then it's like, even like the, the people that were hustling and trying to do their thing or whatever, like take a picture with my snake. They would turn around and look at me and then they would look up and then they would just walk away. Oh, so weird. yeah, it was just like, you could ask homegirl when you see her, just people were just like, I don't know what I'm looking at right now. It was, it was pretty strange. And it wasn't until I got to Frenchman street where like the tattoo shops and like the punk kind of stuff no, was that people were like, oh, Hey, yeah, the bouncing souls. All right. You know, people were kind of like, okay, you know, <laughs> but yeah, just walking down bourbon street. It was like, they just didn't know, like, it just wasn't registering when they would look at me. It was really interesting. That is it. And I think it was because of the ethnicity, right? Because it's like, you're not black, you're not white. I don't know what you are. So it was messing with people, but I loved it. I can't wait to go back. Food was cool as a history fan. Lots of history. Um, We went to the house that the haunted mansion is based off of we took a picture outside of that night we didn't get to go into any of the cemeteries because it was too hot and you had to buy the full two-hour tour you couldn't just like we were trying to buy just to walk around a little bit but yeah buy the whole tour to get in there oh wow so we didn't do the cemeteries um but the food was just amazing i got to see the mississippi river um and then we already talked about florida i've been to georgia um, a few different parts in Georgia, driven around the southern end. Um, been to Atlanta, really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought it was it was pretty cool. I definitely want to go back to that. DC, DC is great. Love DC. Um, as a history fan, there is a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, I hadn't even stepped. I only went to one museum the entire time I was there, and the rest of the time it was just walking around soaking in all the monuments the buildings the architecture the history because yeah just like turn the corner and it's like historic battleground or this happened here and you know the protest the white house there's always protests going on here people chanting but my favorite part hands down is definitely the jefferson memorial on the back side of the jefferson memorial it's the steps on the river so it's like, as you're sitting there, you look directly across, you can see the White House, you look over to the right, you can see the Washington Monument, you look over to the left, you got Martin Luther King and Jefferson's at your back. It's cool. That That's awesome. Awesome. I, I remember the first time I did a walk all the way across uh, from over by Congress to there, sat down on the steps and was eating a sandwich in the sun. And it was just like, dude, this is, this is like out of a movie. This is so amazing. On your left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then I guess the last place on there is Chicago. I went to Chicago. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. The food was great. The people were great. Um, the only thing was the traffic. The traffic was worse than Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. To get like five miles, 
it was like 30 minutes or something like that. Like every time we jumped into an Uber, easily 45 minutes, an hour. And the thing about over there is you can't necessarily walk through these neighborhoods to get to the next one. Right. So you got to jump on a car or be brave enough to jump on the the rail. And we weren't brave enough to jump on a rail, but the food was great. We went to another um, punk rock music festival there. Went to Navy Pier. That was awesome. Um, we went to brunch. We went to see Wrigley Field. Just overall had a really, really great time. And uh, shout out to Gray. After all these years, I finally get it why they don't put ketchup on hot dogs. <laughs> I get it. I understand it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I think a, a lot of the places that you uh, just described right now are places that I'd like to visit. Uh, I'd like to go to Washington, D.C. I'd like to go to like the surrounding uh, locations around Washington where like Gettysburg and all, you know, like some of the other, I, I guess, connecting mm-hmm. states or whatever. Um, <clears throat> definitely. I'm, I'm like a little scared too, but I would like to go to New York. I, I'd like to at least go check it out one time. And I'd like to go around New York, like New York state. I'd like to go to New Jersey. There's like a couple spots that I would love to hit. Um, I'm a sucker for like Maine and that whole vibe over there. So I would love to go up to Maine, uh, you know, during whenever the creepiest time is, if it, you know, whatever their fall season is. Boston is a place I'd like to go visit. Um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of history in that. Like that's where our nation basically started. So I would love to to do that. Texas is another place I'd like to go. Never been to Texas. Uh, so there's definitely some spots that I want to hit up there. Um, and yeah, just out of places that I recommend Washington, uh, like Seattle's a little iffy right now, but uh, at the time when I, when I had gone, Seattle was one of the cleanest, most beautiful cities that I'd ever been to. It was just stunning right now. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but definitely like this, like, like Oregon and, uh, and Washington still beautiful, uh, Utah place. I want to go back to that was great. Um, yeah, I would recommend Nebraska. I would recommend Florida, especially Miami and and uh, the Florida Keys um, and Scottsdale, Arizona. Another spot that I would recommend. But there's so much to see still. Like I've I've never touched like Georgia, Atlanta, any of those cities. I'd love to go there for sure. And definitely recommend Catalina for anybody that's interested. You know. Um. So yeah, that that that. Uh, takes care of our portion of of uh, of the real world, and <laughs> so now we're gonna uh, delve into places that we've either read about, seen in movies or TV, or comic books or video games. So I, I say we can keep it down to to three and three three places you would want to go to, and why three places you wouldn't want to go to but you're magically transported there anyway. And, you know, and why wouldn't you want to be there? So I don't know if you want me to start if you want to. Okay, yeah, I can go first. Uh, So I'll start with, I don't want to go. (laughs) I don't want to go anywhere before, like, cowboy days. I don't necessarily want to go to cowboy days because as we we kind of alluded to earlier when I was like, I don't want to spoil it, but every time I watch those movies... All I could think about is how bad it smells. <laughs> and that just really puts a damper 
on like everything <laughs> like cowboy days and then you know like uh england days you know they're like uh indoor plumbing wasn't really a thing because pretty much yeah outside of indoor plumbing i don't really want to go to like any of those places <laughs> or any of those times just because of like the showering and like the poop situation and all that like i said i'm not a super smeller but i'm very sensitive to smells so it just seems like really stinky times and if i was to go beyond that like i don't know maybe dinosaur times or something i'd rather deal with like getting chased by dinosaurs than have to smell all those nasty bo and poop smells no, i don't think so i don't i don't think that's true i think i think humans are highly adaptable so i think you would just adapt after a couple of weeks you know being there yeah i truly do yeah. uh, but being chased by a dinosaur and just realistically just being eaten i'm like no thanks man i'm not i'm not into that <laughs> i'm not into that uh, so so you're saying any time before <laughs> the old west you're like no yeah that, that's going to be a, a solid pass for me like i'm good you know because it's it's just like it just seems so stinky okay and, and violent and and violent a hundred percent so so now with that Okay, now you're just, uh, I'm putting you in a situation. You either are transported against your will to Egyptian times, Roman times, or, uh, or yeah, the beginning of the industrial age in, uh, in England times. Okay. Uh, I think if I had to pick any of those, I would pick Egyptian times because... I could probably pass as some type of like demigod and they wouldn't like kill me, you know, because with all these markings and stuff, I mean, they used to worship cats. Yeah. So like with all these markings and stuff, I could probably get by as not being a witch or something. And then, you know, they, they would treat me well. And yeah, it might be a little hot, but it seems like they had a lot going on. Versus if I was to go to Roman times, I don't know, like uh, I, I recently went to the medieval torture museum and they had this thing where it was like a giant bronze bull and they would put people in it and cook them uh, as punishment and stuff like that. So I think if I went to, to Roman times, I don't think I would be very well accepted. And I think if I went to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution ended up in England, I probably wouldn't be pretty well accepted. But I think at least with the Egyptians, I could probably slide in and, and fit in all right and you know who knows what they might think i am and brown to brown hey you know. <laughs> i think uh well at, hey you could pick the scenario for me if you want like unless you don't have one then i can just jump into the ones that i just gave you but uh that's up, up to you entirely uh, let's see i had to really think about something like that um how about Oregon Trail versus <laughs> All right, yeah, how about like Oregon Trail versus like Moses times? So either you're you're pioneering across the Great West or you're wandering and marauding through the desert. <laughs> Both are equally as dangerous. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> If I'm, if, if I'm, if I'm, am I rolling with Moses? Sure. Okay. If I'm rolling with Moses and I take Moses times. Yeah. If I'm rolling with Moses, I, I go with that one because I, I want to, 
I want to see those events and how they take place. And, and, you know, like I, I know the outcome. So I'm wondering if my knowledge, my foreknowledge of a couple of things will actually end up helping me out and putting me in a better position, which I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I would pass myself as a prophet, not in, in regard, because I think that could land me in hot water. I, I think that goes to show two different types of personalities. Or <laughs> I picked the Moses side and I'm like, I will be a God. <laughs> no, I'm like, how can my knowledge of a Bible get me through pretty unscathed? Maybe even graph me into like, okay, you're part of this tribe right here, and so you get a portion of this cash. Like, so I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna go with Moses times. Yeah, if I if I had to choose, because I I was thinking about the Oregon Trail part, and it's just I, that's almost like guaranteed death either through yeah. like staff or yeah or you died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, or yeah. animal or or native. Or or, uh, <laughs> or it's just all like we don't know what killed them consumption yeah yeah like i think i might do better off like in the old old times yeah 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 <laughs> all right so so now those are places that you didn't want to visit mm-hmm. what what period okay so now you're in an invisible bubble okay that it keeps you perfectly safe no damage can be done to you at all and nobody can see you until you decide to reveal yourself. And even after re- you reveal yourself, you still can't be hurt. What era of, of you know history do you go to? And it could be—I mean, it could be anything. Like now, it's going to be real world, but real world is a little subjective because we might have different points of views on what what the real world is. So it's what is within Chris's knowledge and understanding of the real world, what era would you want to go to? I think it would be pretty cool to go to feudal Japan. Feudal Japan would be pretty dope um, because they didn't have a lot of technology, right? But also, too, like a lot of the the culture and the traditions that were developed then are still present in like modern Japan, you know? So like getting to go back in time to, you know, see like, is like emperors and samurais and ninjas and stuff like up close and in person in my like secret bubble and in your like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would actually be super, super cool. And I would be more interested in like collecting some swag from then and keeping it now, you know, versus, uh, versus other time frames Cause there, there was a lot of violence and a lot of bad things that happened everywhere and bad things happened in Japan too, but, I, I would say, like, it seemed like, according to history, right, history is written by the winners. There was a lot more um, codes of honor and stuff like that versus, you know, if I'm like Attila the Hunt, where it's like, we're going to kill everybody, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I would say feudal Japan if I had my bubble. So, my, I'm going to sound like a crazy conspiracy person. Okay. But... Um, the planet, this planet got hit by, uh, either one or several meteorites, uh, 12 to 15,000 years ago. And it changed like everything and brought, like killed off a bunch of, uh, a bunch of life on the planet before that happens 20,000 years ago, you know, when everything's still humming along, uh, uh, 
that's during the period of time where Atlantis was in existence. And there's a guy that I follow online who who has very compelling evidence that he's discovered where exactly Atlantis was, like where it was located. And it's actually, instead of being off the coast of Spain, it's a spot in, in Africa. And it got destroyed by a, by like a tsunami. When, when the planet got hit by this rock, it created crazy instability all across the world. And basically like the, the, what, what people talk about the biblical flood or whatever, you're looking at a over two mile high tsunami that just goes rip, ripping through the earth and just changes the landscape of everything. I want to go at least 5,000 years before that happens. And I want to go to that spot where Atlantis was said to be like, I want to see that. I want to see those people. I want to see, I like, I have this crazy, and it's not my theory. Other people have it too. I just happen to buy into it that I think what we have right now has existed before. I think technology and like that, what we think of as technology now, as we've had some version or some form of a technology that we would that even now us, if we went back and looked at it, we'd go, oh, that's technology. We may not know how it works. We may not know how they use it or how they developed it or whatever, but you'd be able to quickly identify that's technology. I would love to see if that's actually the case and head back like 20, 25, you know, thousand years and take a look at society and like see what's happening during that period of time. Because that predates the Egyptians, that predates the Romans, that predates the Greeks as we know them. Like, according to our understanding, you don't get uh, human, uh, like, writing, you don't get uh, uh, societies writing things down in before 6,000 years. So 6,000 years, the Babylonians, the Sumerians, like, it, you know, those people, but they start writing things down and, and, and telling you what the daily life is like. So there's a gap in in human history. So up to 6,000 years ago, which actually uh, coincides with the you know destruction of, of the planet at one point in time. But before that happens, there's another chunk of history that we're just not aware of. And that's, that's where I'd want to go. See, I, I like how you're taking a scientific approach. Like, let me go debunk some stuff or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm like, I want to go see ninjas. <laughs> Again, I, that goes back to two very distinct personalities. So I like your, uh, like where you want to go. And like, there's an instinct that pulls me that way. But I like, as much as I want to, I'm like, yeah, I mean, cause I love Japan. Like I love the, the idea and concept of Japan. And speaking of like, like we haven't even talked about like world travel. Like we're going to, we're about to hit up our, our like, like bucket list. Japan is on, on mine. Like it's, it, that's a place I'd love to go visit, go check out and, and, and like absorb the history of it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, let's jump into it right now. Like what are the, what are your, you know, what are your like top five spots that you want to, that you want to hit? Oh, easy. New York, which might happen this year. Um, I was, shooting for new york which it most likely is going to happen uh in the springtime or, or in the immediate future salem massachusetts of course you know around halloween time yeah uh i was shooting for tokyo this year but i might push it off to next year because after you know kind of um crunching everything and putting it together 
it didn't even cross my mind to try and like hit Disney Tokyo when we go to Tokyo. So yeah, so that's definitely going to get compounded to that because initially I was thinking wrestling, right? Because, you know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. And over in Japan, it, it's like Mexico, where it's like these these wrestlers are demigods. They, I mean, like, not only are they respected, they're exalted oh, yeah. down there, you know? So it's like that in Japan. So I really want to go to a wrestling event at the Tokyo Dome, right? With like New Japan wrestling and stuff like that, where like the wrestlers come out and it's like a matador. They're throwing the flowers and the ribbons and stuff. So now adding the extra fold, right? Because that's like the hot word of the day, right? The extra fold. And the extra fold of like Tokyo Disney, now that we found a Disney World, I think that I'm going to push that off to 2024. So definitely trying to hit New York and Salem in 2024, um, Tokyo, right? To go to wrestling and all that stuff. And I've been talking about this. We were actually supposed to do this in 2020, 2020 or 2021, um, a European cruise. Because Homegirl doesn't really like to um, check in and out of hotels. Because I know that I've never been to Europe. But from everyone I talk to, one of the things about being over there is that, like, you go to one hotel and it's like, oh, cool, check out, jump on the train, go to the next place, check into the next hotel, do whatever you're going to do for a day or two, pack up, jump on a train, right? Because you buy the Euro Pass and you're, you're puddle hopping on planes and train to train, right? Well, I talked to a guy um, that I knew through you know some other um, means and stuff, and he was telling me that his wife was kind of like homegirl, right? So what he found was easy for them was to do a European cruise because essentially your hotel's floating, so you don't have to check in and out of the hotel. So stop at various, mm-hmm. yeah. So you get your little Costco sampler of all these different places, and he said, book your cruise and then add an extra week to your airfare so that way when you're done it's like hey i like these two places the most we're going to go back and spend a few days at those two places before you actually fly back so when he you know put it out like that it's like dude that's perfect you know so we were supposed to do that but of course covid happened so that's definitely where i want to go and now you know with that uh i know that you know regardless of what anyone feels about whatever to me, it would be really super interesting as a big history fan and also a big horror fan to go see the Vatican. I think that would be super dope because you think about like how much history is there. Oh my goodness, yeah. And then how much history and secrets are within it, right? Like it would just be cool to like check it out, right? Plus, I mean, Whatever you might think of the place, whatever you might think of its sordid history, mm-hmm. beautiful artwork. I mean, oh, it does sure. you know, like, like they spent all, all the money in the world. They spent right? all the money to yeah. to commission works that just don't exist anywhere. Yeah, it's just it's it's incredible. So yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent. I'm a I'm gonna throw this out there because my buddy went not that long ago, about a year ago, with his wife. He said Prague was one of the best spots that he's ever been to. The food is incredible. The city is beautiful and, and like everything's cheap, you know, in comparison to like America. Yeah. I, I had a friend that went there too. And, and he said that when he went, 
um, they handed him a menu and there was like five languages on the menu because it's just like, oh, this is like the tourist spot. Like, yeah. oh, you speak American? No problem. Yeah. You know, so I know like with these um, different things, it's like I know I had to learn at least one more language. So I've been working on Japanese. Nice. So we're working on that with my Duolingo. I got English and Spanish. Police food. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you need to know <laughs> from school. Goes, I... <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I, American Shashinde. <laughs> I am American. <laughs> I agree with you. I think uh, definitely Europe, they're, like, specifically in Europe, I would love to, uh, I would get, love to go to Italy. And I would love to go to the Vatican. Um, I would love to go to Spain. I would love to go to uh, Greece. Um, and, and then there's like these other little wish list things. Like I want to ride on that train, the Harry Potter train, because I know it's a real working train. So like I'd love to to take that wherever it's going to take you. Um, I'd like to do France, but. I, not not necessarily like Paris, but like you know the surrounding like areas. I feel like some of Europe, the more interesting parts are not necessarily within the cities, the touristy parts, but mm-hmm. the outer regions where they grow like olive oil and and you know they have their grapes and like the more of the countryside uh, type stuff. I'd I'd love to do that. That's definitely uh, and then what you described uh, Salem, like uh, yeah, Massachusetts. Uh, New York, uh, definitely something like I'd like to hit, um, uh, uh, Hawaii. I've never been, you know, uh, Kenji went to, I think it was Bora Bora. I think that's, that's where he went a couple a few years ago. And he said it was amazing. It was like, just like the water, the people, everything. It was incredible. So, um, yeah, that's another spot I'd like to hit. So now switching over to video games movies tv fictional places what are three places you would like to visit and three places that you would not want to be caught in okay uh, i'll start with places that i'd like to go oh for one i would like to go because it's, it's basically all the future right like um like neo tokyo akira right or like you know night city cyberpunk like it doesn't matter where, but one of those like cyberpunk, not dystopian futures, <laughs> right? One of those, you know, like cyberpunk futures where it's like it's super far technologically advanced with that whole like punk rock meets, you know, like yeah, future and stuff. Like, you know, I, yeah, like, like I said, Neo Tokyo or, or uh, Night City or anything like that, like Blade Runner type situation, right? I would like to go to that to see what their everyday throwaway technology is like versus now. Right. Um, I know I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but there's a lot of problems in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> so I think, I think for this one, I would much rather um, go to like, maybe like the Federation headquarters because they seem to be living in a pretty good future. <laughs> you know, I'll put on my tunic and stuff because they, they seem to be doing all right. Yeah, versions yeah. like in Star Wars, where there's a lot of uprise, rebellion. Well, yeah, when you're talking about Star Trek, if you're on planet Earth, yeah, you're good. Yeah, it it you know you like all the 
the Klingon attacks and the Ferengi attacks yeah. and Borg. That's all out yeah. of like in yeah, space. It, 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 the place going places, <laughs> only exploring where no one's been before. Yeah, right? like <laughs> I don't want to go there. I, I go to like the Federation base because again, right? I, not into the violence. <laughs> so I go to like to, to where the Federation is and kind of live in that future a little bit. Okay. Um. So I'm definitely down with that. And then I think. Hogwarts would be cool, but not if I'm a muggle. You have to have powers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna what I'm I'm gonna assume that the, the places that you're going to, you're actually like uh you could well, you could easily be <laughs> folded into okay. the like the 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 whole um the, the history of the thing. Okay. You're not like a bystander. Okay. You're actually like this guy's killed eighty Ferengis and <laughs> like like yeah, you're okay. Cool. Yeah, because like a lot of the movies and stuff that we like, there's a lot of conflict. So I don't, I don't really want any of that. Right. So that's why I would probably stick with like, you know, like the wizarding world. I think I would be cool with that because even though there is conflict, right? Not a lot of people die. I mean, like Harry right. Aaron's die, you know, Voldemort had his issues and stuff. It's right. Black, but, but in general, for the most part, every magic, a lot of <laughs> Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll stick with that. I think I would have a lot of fun over there. What I'm getting at uh, from you is that you like safety. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As we were saying, right? Like the average gang member's life expectancy is 25 years. (laughs) Life expectancy of a punk ass bitch. All right. Let me see. Three places that I would like to visit. Um. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna assume that I'm that I'm not just surviving, but I'm actually folded into. They're like, "Hey, it, you're all good. Everything's good." Um, oh man, let me think. I think definitely Lord of the Rings, uh, like that that world. I w- that would be like my number one. I'd like to be hanging out with elves and dwarves and and wizard and stuff and, and get a taste of that. Um, even though that, that kind of goes back to the idea of like medieval stinky, but for some reason, I always feel like those people are just clean. Yeah. You know, magic. Yeah. They're magic. They, they, they understand kind of general plumbing. They like showers. Yeah. They, they generally tend to be clean people. Um, it, if I'm not during the era of Sauron at his height, that I think I'm pretty safe. If I'm like before that, like a hundred years before that, in general, things are going pretty well. Like everyone was at, at peace with each other. Yeah, everybody's at peace with each other. Orcs are like more of a myth. You know, they're not, they're, you don't see them as often. So yeah, I think I'd like to, uh, definitely that would be my number one. Um, my number two would probably be New York uh, Marvel. Like I'd like to uh, like be an Avenger. Basically, I'd like a, a little taste of that life. Now, there, there's danger in that, but if I'm New York Avenger under Tony, Tony Stark, I feel like uh, generally I'm going to be pretty safe. And if, if I end up having to die, if I die heroically saving people, that that's kind of worth it. I, I would take that. But I think in general, I'm going to be going to be all right. So that would be my number two, you know, um, man, when you said Star Wars, I like, I had a gut, like, I had like a, like a, <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't know. Like, 
Now, thinking about all the uh, all the genre stuff that I love, that last one's tough. I mean, I think I'm think I'm gonna say Star Wars before the Emperor, the period of time where like the Jedi are at the heights of their their Jediing. And of course, there's a Sith around somewhere, but in general, you're kind of doing more of what a Jedi is supposed to do. You're traveling planet to planet, helping people out, helping settle disputes, you know, getting into lightsaber battles every once in a great while. But for the most part, you're, you know, you, the force is with you and you're good. So, yeah, I think those would be my three, my three yes, you know, spots. Um I'll I'll start with the uh, with my three no spots. We talked about it a little bit in the car. <clears throat> a, a super hell no to Silent Hill. <laughs> um, not a place that I would want to land in, like a creepy town. I, if I remember the premise correctly, when you hit the outer perimeter of the town, it's almost like an a floating island. It's like you can't get out of the... Yeah, it's like you, you go out and you're kind of right back in. You're right back in again. Yeah, yeah you keep yeah, being brought back in. So that's a no for me. I would not want to uh, get stuck there. Um, I wouldn't want to get stuck in any uh, season of American Horror Story. <laughs> that's another no for me. What about freak show? Uh, no, I go hang out with them. That's a no for me. <laughs> no thanks. And uh, uh, I mean, I mean, when it comes to the nose, there are so many like different genres of no. But uh, I'm gonna say anything where where they're out in the open, anything with vampires and werewolves, where they're like. Like they're not just a myth, but like it, they're basically like the mafia. The way that what was that movie with the uh, Kate Beckinsale? Uh, oh, you're talking about what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I would, I, I think I'd hang out with them. Uh, underworld, yeah, underworld. I think anything where they're like pretty much out in the open. They're like, yeah, like you're you're cattle, and yeah. and at any time if I need a drink, I just you know I'm like nah, <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> so. The first one that I would say is any zombie apocalypse. Uh, not into for that. <laughs> not into that. Uh, stinky, for sure. <laughs> stinky, violent. No, yeah, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Uh, I know a lot of people are always so no Walking Dead for you. No Walking Dead. No Resident Evil. No Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> no nothing of the Dead. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that light. What about the Zack Snyder super fast zombie? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> What's that one with uh, Brad Pitt? The oh, World War Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what that they were fast in that one, and they were also fast in. Uh, What's that one? Twenty days later. Yeah, uh, like Another no day, no days, no dead, no none of that. <laughs> Stinky and violent. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, right. Um, I'm I'm gonna work my way up to number one. Number two, RoboCop's Detroit. That seems terrible. That seems like the worst time ever. I'd want anything. I'd want nothing to do with that. You know, you got murder robots. You got regular murders. Like, yeah, no thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can keep that RoboCop. And then the the number one on my list, you know, I'm a huge Batman fan, but I have no desire to ever go to Gotham City because you're not getting mugged, you're not getting shot in an alley, 
there's like a giant clown poisoning the reservoir or you might get hit with like a giant hammer or there's like some like stupid riddle about a lighter that might blow you up like absolutely or a roided out dude that's gonna break your back (laughs) no thanks any of that i don't care if i get to see batman or any of his wonderful toys yeah (laughs) boom yeah no thanks right yeah i agree i mean you literally can't go anywhere do anything without expecting some supervillain to pop out and it's on because i mean we're not talking about adam west's bright night Gotham. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And even with that, you know, you might get hit with like Egghead or, or King Tut or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That all just seems like way too much. And I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I, I agree. I would say an honorable mention for me of a place that I, that this one, I'm like, I'm torn. I don't want to be there, but I'm like, well, if I have to be there, maybe I can make something out of it would be the Matrix. I, don't really want to be plugged into a machine and then be living out my life in in you know uh, this alternate reality but but maybe if you maybe you can make something out of that maybe you can become one of the special people and fight the resistance but yeah i i think anything where you're having to constantly be on the run is just a it's a no it just ends up being a no. Like it's exa- that's exhausting. I hate running. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I mean, I run, but I don't want to be like running at the top of my, you know, whatever top speed is all the time, everywhere. Like that would just drive me insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did we did we do the? Yeah, we did the fictional places that you would want to go to, uh, and then we did the fictional places that you would not want to go to. Uh, we'll end it with this, uh, the the last little bit, because I, I feel like this is in, within your wheelhouse. Okay, what do you got? Top three video game villains you wouldn't want to fight, but you have to. Okay. Like, you know, basically, you end up saving all San Diego, but top three villains you wouldn't want to fight, but you have to. Okay, they would? That you know you wouldn't want to fight, but you have you like okay. so you get to choose which video game villain okay you have to fight. You wouldn't want to, but you have to. Oh, all right. So it's not the easy ones, like the ones that I know, like someone like Bowser, where it's like I know I could beat him real. Is easy. Bowser easy? Yeah, because all you got to do is just like jump and throw some triple shells in the air. And, you, know, <laughs> you bonks himself on the head and crashes, so it's easy. You could pick ba- you could pick Bowser. I don't know that Bowser would be that easy. <laughs> uh, I can't think of her name, but it's that like Vampira Elvira looking duck from like the Ducktales video game on like Super Nintendo. Yeah, she was super hard to beat. I remember like. I would say next to Empire. I mean, she was beatable, but that was a really hard when she had like the bats flying around and stuff like that. That she's a pretty tough villain. Um, who else? Ganon from Zelda. He's bad. He he's was on that list. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's pretty tough. I, I wouldn't want to have to fight him if I didn't have to. And then um, who else? Who else? And good. Because I, I do play a lot of video games. I'm trying to think of like the really toughest, like you got to be kidding me moments. <laughs> uh, 
What about any Resident Evil or? Well, you know, because you only have to beat them up enough, and then like they throw a rocket to you, and then you shoot, you know, like the tyrant, like oh, you know, you shoot them enough, and then they throw a rocket to you, and then you you got them. So I'm not really worried about like the tyrant or nemesis or anything like that. Um. Oh, I know. Uh, Liquid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Because not only do you have to fight him when he's in the Metal Gear, but you have to fight him when he's out. And then especially in like the later games when you start fighting those like Metal Gear villains, they're doing like anime backspins and stuff like that. It's a real pain in the butt. <laughs> uh, I would say. <laughs> For sure. You definitely, you, you call out one of mine, which was Eggman <laughs> from Zelda, like r- really tough to beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it feels like in any era that you fight it, yeah. whichever iteration rather, I would say... It was like really tough speed. Um, for me, I I, I I go back to the Well of Silent Hill. Like the the final boss was like really tough. That, that took me a long time to to pass that game. Like I just couldn't get the pattern right. And and there's that aspect of terrifying as well that you know you fold into it and you're like nah. But other than that, I can't think of a. <laughs> I know there's something going on, guys. Like we don't have a uh, a cheering squad. There's there's some kind of like uh, what is it, card? Yeah, going on. So yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I can't think of the last one. I mean, I, I I take it back like super old school. I I used to play that Friday the Thirteenth game. Jason was like impossible to beat. Mm-hmm. That was really hard to do. So. Yeah, I think that would be that would be about it for the bad guys. Uh, honorable mention would be Donkey Kong, because like every time you beat him, it's like oh no, he just climbs into the next level, and then you have to start over again. He's yeah. even harder. Yeah, it just keeps going. You talk about like being on a run forever. You got to have enough stamina to be able to compete with like the eighty nine or however many levels yeah. you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> to, to hit the kill because you don't even win. You just hit the kill screen. When the game goes dead, right? So, <laughs> anyway, man. Again, I just want to say thank you so much, brother, for hanging yeah, out. Thanks for having me. and for talking nonsense with me. <laughs> Places, uh, uh, oh, honorable mention, final one. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to go visit Pandora from Avatar, but I, I think only for like a day, and then I feel because I, I feel like everything can kill you there <laughs> unless you're a cat person. Now, if I'm going as a cat person. Maybe I hang out for like a week, but I don't know that I, I feel like I'd be overwhelmed by all of the lights and everything, but it'd be, it'd be a cool spot to visit. So, anyway, but the, oh. we learned from Jake Sully, don't fall in love <laughs> while you're there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But with all that, I just want to say thank you again for uh, uh, being on with me once again, for, for being an honorary a Hispanic <laughs> and, uh, uh, We'll hopefully get together soon with Brother Gray. We miss you, by the way, Gray. And uh, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank You're you, awesome, dude. And thank you for uh, showing me a, a brand new place that will become an addiction. <laughs> Ice cream addiction. <laughs> I appreciate you, my brother. All right, thank you. All right, man. And with that, we will say uh, we'll finish it like we always do. Uh, eat your vitamins, uh, drink your water, and eat your vegetables. And I will talk to you later, guys. Love you. Bye.